Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. We want you to turn to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 13. Everybody has a Bible, so that's found on page 633, everybody. Thank God for page numbers. 633. Yeah, I was in one of those churches that I was raised in that everybody said, everybody bring your Bible and the pastor would tell you where to go in the Bible and then he'd start reading before you got there. You know, and I just so many times because I was embarrassed, I just opened up the Bible and act like I was there. You never done anything like that, I'm sure. So you're going to have to look hard for this number, number 13. It's uh, Colossians 3 and 13, so you're going to go to the second column on the right and all the way to the top, and you'll see that. That number 13 is small, I know. One verse, he says this. Bear with each other and what, everybody? Forgive. Forgive. Forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, let's read this last part of the sentence together. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Would you do me a favor? Would you just hold your hands out like this? Would you bow your heads and repeat this prayer out loud with me? Dear God, God, I'm here today. today. I open my mind mind and my heart. heart. Fill me, Holy Spirit, Spirit. in Jesus' name. name. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated, everybody. By the way, if you do not have a hard copy of the Bible in your home, Please take the one that you have in the seat in front of you. Take it with you. We want to make sure that everybody has a a hard copy of the Bible in their home. I'm so excited today. Again, I almost called you this morning at 4.30. I didn't want to wait to tell you what I'm going to get to talk to you about today. Today we're beginning a brand new series called Forgiveness. And uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm excited. What we discovered, what I discovered, it took me probably, it's probably about 10 years ago that I discovered forgiveness was not forgetting. Amen. If I could forgive what someone done to me or did to me, I would not need to forgive it. If I could forget what they did, I would not need to for- forgive it. But because I can't forget it, that's why I have to keep forgiving it. Amen, everybody? Forgiveness is not a one-time shot, what I want you to know. So what what is forgiveness? What is forgiveness? What what does it mean to forgive someone? It means this. Here it is. Here you go. This is a revelation I want to share with you. Forgiveness is choosing to release the feelings of anger and of hurt and resentment toward a person or situation. In other words, that means this, that every time I have the thought about what I can't forget that someone done to me, every time I have that thought, I'm going to have the feelings. Oh, I want to punch them in the mouth right now. Don't, don't you just look at me like that. I'm going to put something in their food. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got your attention now, don't I? 
And I got a small group today, and nobody wants to come now. They think I might be mad at them. <laughs> Grab a little food. But so what I'm saying is that so, we, so forgiveness is choosing to release the feelings of anger and of hurt and resentment every time I have the thought. That's what forgiveness is. So that we all have a problem with this. The people in the Bible had a problem with this. And one of Jesus' followers, Simon Peter, had a great problem with it. Matter of fact, he said, Jesus, I just want you to know that I'm, I'm getting better at this forgiveness thing. So, God, I think, if I, Jesus, if I just forgive somebody seven times a day, that'll be enough, won't it? And this is what Jesus said. Jesus said this in Matthew 18, 22. No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but how many, everybody? Seventy times seven. I'll do the math 490 times a day. What Jesus was trying to say is you're going to have to do it a lot because that feeling sometimes is going to come a lot. That thought's going to come a lot. Amen, everybody? Amen. There's some people that, you know, you're going to have to exceed 490 a day. <laughs> There's some people I have to limit myself with. So, so every time that you begin to do that, so here's three words that I want us to remember throughout this series today we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks. And that is this. The three words of this is, I choose forgiveness. Let's say these words together. I choose forgiveness. What are you choosing? Forgiveness is choosing to release the hurt, the anger, or resentment that I have against another person or situation. Every time I think about it. Every time I think about it. Because many of you have said, well, I tried to forgive somebody, but you think because you're thinking about that again, you hadn't forgiven them. Yes, you have. You forgave them then, and you're forgiving them right now. Amen, everybody? Amen. Forgiveness is not a one-time thing. It's a moment-by-moment, thought-by-thought. Don't you feel better already? Because you know that, hey, you're forgiving. All right, so today, my goal is this. I want to teach you why you should forgive. Why you would even want to? Because it's real easy to say, you know what? I'm not forgiving them. I'm good. They don't deserve my forgiveness. Well, so I want to tell you why you would want to forgive them. The first thing is this. Number one, why should I forgive? Is because God forgave me. That's the number one reason. Is because God forgave me. Going back to the verse that we opened up with and that we just read, he says, Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive how, everybody? As the Lord forgave you. Listen, it takes a forgiven person to forgive a person. Only forgiven people can forgive people. You cannot give something you have not received. So when you receive God's forgiveness, that opens you up to give forgiveness. But not until then. I love this passage in the Bible, 1 John 1 and 9. It says this. It says, if we confess our what, everybody? Sins. Sins he will forgive us our what? Sins. Because we can trust God to do what? What is, right. what is right. What is right. He will cleanse us from all the wrong we have done. Praise God for that. Now, I want to take it another step further because God didn't just leave it there. He wants to erase every doubt. Look what it said. Look at the next verse. This is God speaking, by the way. He says, God says, I am he who blots out your what, everybody? 
Okay, so that's a sin. What is a transgression? When I transgress against you, that means I did something to hurt you. Okay, I sinned against you. I transgressed against you. Okay? So he said, I am he who blots out your transgression. Now, would you underline and read these, li- these next four words? They're very important. You ready? Come on. For my own sake. Let's read those words again. For my own sake. Now, who just said that? God. If God needs to forgive you and me for his own sake, don't you think that you and I should forgive others for our own sake? That is very powerful, everybody. And he goes on and says this. And remember your sins no more. Now, that's God's ability. God's the only one that can do that. We can't do that. We still remember, right? So today I want to show you how, of how the difference between our forgiveness and God's forgiveness. So I'm going to step right over here to the, to the board. Now, listen, I am not an artist, okay? So I just want to tell you, we'll start off slow because I'm a slow person. All right, so when someone hurts us, they sin, sin against us, okay? So they've done something bad. When someone does that, we want to do something bad back. Now, nobody's moving right now. Yeah, I'm talking to you, right? It's what your mama said, bite them back. (laughs) okay now i'm getting your attention so but because we're christians and we want to do what's right we want the bible says we need to forgive because we do that we say okay i'm going to forgive them and this is the way that we forgive you are forgiven We scratch it out because our memory will not allow us to totally eliminate it. Amen, everybody? Amen. That's why you can recall in a minute what someone done to you when you were three years old or four years old or seven years old or ten years old. It's in your memory. And so the problem with that is this. It's because we only forgive this way, we feel that God only forgives this way. But the Bible says that's not true. He says that God wipes away or blots out your sins. Look at this. So God forgives this way. Now, he doesn't just stop there because still it's a mess. You can still see some of this. So that's why Jesus says what I'm going to do is that I'm going to cleanse you. Gonna wash that. Do not tell Rhonda I can do this. But watch this. Look at that, everybody. Oh, look at that. Now. There's nothing there. Not only that, but it is cleaner than it was before. 
That's why God says when he washes away your sins, he makes you whiter than snow. What I want to tell you is this, is just because you remember a sin that you did 10 years ago, but you've already confessed it 10 years ago, that every time you think about it does not mean that God's thinking about it. Isn't that awesome, everybody? Just because, you know, there's so many people that I've met all my life, and I did it too until I got this, is that, you know, I would think about something that I did years ago that I, it embarrasses me every time I think about it, and I say, oh, God, oh, God, forgive me of that. And it happened 10 years ago, and I repented of it 10 years ago, and God is forgiven. He's wiped it out, and I just want to speak for God today, and God would tell you, please quit trying to remind him of something that he's wiped out a long time ago. Just because you remember it does not mean he remembers it. Amen, everybody. Now, that's why you want to forgive is because God has forgiven you. There's a psychologist, a popular psychiatrist, actually, Dr. Carl Menninger, who said this, that if he could convince the people in a psychiatric hospital that they were, their sins had been forgiven, if he could convince them of that, 75% could go home tomorrow. In other words, until you receive forgiveness, you cannot be at peace, everybody. You will only have peace in your life when you're at peace with God. Amen, everybody? Amen. And that's why you're here today, and that's why you're watching. It's because we feel like that everybody ought to have an opportunity for a better life through the love of Jesus Christ. And the way you receive that is that you starts with a prayer. You've got to ask for his forgiveness. And you've got to ask him to come in your life. You've got to ask him to lead you. God is like the wind, everybody. You can't see him. You only feel the effects. Amen, everybody? So right now, I'd like for everyone to bow your heads with me. We're going to say a prayer together today. If you'd like to receive Christ in your life, and let him change you, then I want you to say this prayer with us. And every one of us is going to say it out loud. You don't have to, but we're going to because we want to support you. So I'm going to ask everyone to say this prayer with me, those of you online as well. Dear God, I need you. Jesus, come into my life. Save me. Forgive me. Help me to do your will. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and cleansing me. Amen. Can we give God a hand for all the people that just prayed that prayer online and in this room? Amen, everybody. Now, you all have a card. This card is so important because if you fill this card out, we pray over you. And we feel like every person, every human being is worth being prayed over, especially you. So on the back of this card, if you prayed that prayer to become a Christ follower, I want you to check that box that I prayed the prayer to become a Christ follower because I want to send you something in the mail that will help you on your journey. And you may, that was your first step. You say, well, what's my second step? Well, the second step I would say would be baptism. And it's actually on this card as well. You can check the box to be baptized as well. But please make sure online, do your digital card and in the room, make sure to do your card. Okay. So, okay, what are our three words? You remember our three words we're saying through this series? 
I choose forgiveness. Remember what forgiveness is, is releasing the feelings of anger and hurt. Whenever that thought comes to my mind, I'm going to release it. You're going to have them, everybody. Can I just look? Some of you think that you're only forgiving a person when you stop having those feelings. No, as long as there's a devil, you're going to have those feelings because he's going to make sure you have them. Amen. Amen? And he's going to tell you, well, you, you can't be forgiven by God because you haven't forgiven that person. He's a liar. No, no, no. I, I'm going to have the feelings, but I'm going to release them. I'm not going to hold on to them. Amen? Amen? All right, number two. The second reason you want to forgive, number two is this, is forgiveness makes it possible for me to love wholeheartedly. I'll give you a second to write that word. It's a little lengthy. Jesus was walking down the road one day, and a guy comes up to him and says, hey, tell us what is the greatest commandment? Tell us. I, tell me. I want to know. Jesus said, okay. You ready? Here it is. And he begins to write, say this in Matthew 27 or 22. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with what, everybody? With all your heart. Is there anything that that word all does not cover? With all your heart. And with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as what, everybody? As yourself. Now, I want to ask you a question. Who do you want to love with all your heart? Who is it? Is it, do you want to love your children with all your heart? Do, do you want to love your parents with all your heart? If you're a teenager, yes, you do. <laughs> Help you with that. Do you, do you want to love your boyfriend or girlfriend with all your heart, your spouse with all your heart, your husband, your wife with all your heart? Do you want to love them with all your heart? And so we have to learn how to do this. Now, what I'm going to show you, I'm going back to my board over here. Again, I am not an artiste. I'm going to draw a heart. It's not one that you see on a medical page. It's going to be one you see at Valentine. i got to tell you that before I start drawing because it may not look like that. I'm no good. I'm not kidding. All right, here we go. So I'm going to try this. Do not tell me what you think it looks like. <laughs> okay. So, I just drew the heart. Shut up. <laughs> all right. So, this is a heart. It's all your heart. But what I want you to know is, is that when we have unforgiveness in our heart, we refuse to release the hurt, the anger, the resentment. All of a sudden, it takes up space in our heart. There is no way that you or any other human being can love someone with 100% of your heart as long as you're holding on to unforgiveness. That's why God says you must forgive because it's good for you. Because when you release those feelings and resentment, you can love with all your heart. But until then, and I want to tell you something, 
all this anger, all this resentment that you're holding on to because of somebody else and somebody that did something 10 years ago to you, or maybe that person's even dead right now. Guess who it comes out on? The people that you want to love the most. They pay the price for you holding on to this unforgiveness. The most loving thing that you can do for your family, for your friends, for everybody around you is to release the person who hurt you. Release those feelings. You can't stop them from coming. You may have to do it 490 times a day, but I refuse to make my children and my wife and my family and my co-workers pay for what some idiot did to me a long time ago. Amen. Would you please, would you please quit making me and everybody else around you pay for what somebody did to you a long time ago? Would you please forgive them when you have the feeling, release the feeling so you don't take it out on me? <clears throat> you are cheating the people that you want to love the most, you're cheating them because you can't love them with 100%. Until you forgive, it's impossible. That's why you want to forgive and stop hurting the people and cheating the people around you. Look at what the next verse says. Before I read that, can I say something to you? This is so important. I put it on this card. It says, I will forgive so I can love with all my heart. Would you please check that? Because we, we're going to pray over these cards, and we're going to pray for God to help you with that. Because it's hard. Amen, everybody? So just check that card. And by the way, this is so important subject, so important. I've written a book called Forgive. Look what it says. Forgive. How to Forgive What I Can't Forget. I've written a book. I want to give you a copy. And I want to ask you to get into a group. If you're not in a group yet, there's a group catalog inside of your program. Sign up for a group. Because it's going to take more than 30 minutes for me to help you get through this. I want to teach you how to forgive yourself. I want to teach you how to forgive others. I want to teach you how to forgive God. That doesn't even sound right, but it's, it's, it's something I want to talk to you about. And so, to, so I, wanted you to, I want to give you a copy. And listen, if you already got a copy, won't you, they're $10 a piece. Why don't you buy 10 of them and give them to some of your friends and family? Because it's very practical and it's thin. Men read thin. They say, how long is that book? How thick is it? That's what they want to know. How thick is it? It's thin enough and it's to the point it will help you. So please make sure you get your book. Okay, here we go. Ephesians 4, 31. Would you read that first word with me, everybody? Stop. Oh, only the front row got it. <laughs> you ready? Let's do it again. You ready? Come on, what's that first word, everybody? Stop. Stop. It's a choice. It's a choice. He says, stop being bitter and angry and mad at others. If you take that home right now and post it, then your life will get better. Stop it. 
Don't yell at one another or curse each other or even be rude. Hallelujah. Instead, because that's going to be your natural response. Instead, be kind and merciful. And what, everybody? Forgive others. Just as God forgave you because of Christ. What I want you to know, that bitterness is stored up. Bitterness, what makes that heart black like that, is stored up anger and resentment and hurt feelings that you've not released. And today we want to challenge you. Bitterness is a silent killer, like, like high, high blood pressure, diabetes is a silent killer. Bitterness is a silent killer that kills the heart in every person. You know, my wife uh, just went to the doctor. She has a kidney stone, and she's got to get it taken out, and, and it's a big stone, and the doctor said, listen, if you don't get this stone removed, even though it may not be hurting you right now, your kidney's going to die where that, where that stone's at. It's going to die. Can I tell you, if you don't get that bitterness out, the part of your heart's going to die. You got to get it out. Amen, everybody? You got to get it out. So, I have another step for you. It says, I will do my best to attend the rest of this series. Why? Because it's going to take a while to do all the surgery. Amen, everybody? Listen, this, this has been going on for years in your life, and 30 minutes is not going to fix it. But if you'll hang with me the rest of this series, you'll say, I'll do my very best to be here as much as I can. I believe that God's going to set you free. Amen. Nobody's excited but the front row about being set free. <laughs> okay, well, just suffer then. <laughs> be bitter. Be, be bitter. Be mad. Do I act like I'm mad? <laughs> Look at the next verse with me. Acts 8:23. This is before I read this verse, I want to give you some background. Simon Peter, one of Jesus' followers, met a guy who was practicing magic. And he begins to speak to him, and he says this to him. He says, For I see that you are full of what, everybody? Bitterness. Now notice what bitterness does. And what? Captive to sin. Captive to sin. When, you're full of, when you are full of unforgiveness, you become a very easy prey for the devil. You're very, you're very easy to be captured by sin. You're going to go off on people. You're going to be mad all the time. You're going to have all these things that you would not normally do if you had released it. I want you to know this, that there's a lot of people that are addicted today. But the issue is not their addiction. You know, they, their health is paying the price for it. Their issue is not that. Their issue is bitterness, holding on to bitterness, causing them to overspend, causing them to, to want the alcohol, causing them to, to do things that they would not normally do. I want you to meet someone that I just met uh, last week in Honduras. Her name is Crystal. Here's her picture. Look at that lady. Look at me. I mean, her personality is just like that. She is like, woo! And we talked, I talked to Crystal and got her permission to tell her story. That vibrant person that you see now has not always been the same person that you see. I want you to know that as we begin to talk with Crystal, she told us her story. Her story is this, is that when she was a little girl, her, her, she, they were very, very poor. I mean, in Honduras, there's a lot. Most people are very poor considered the standard of living we have. 
She said, you know, we didn't have beds. We slept on the, the dirt floor. And my mom met a man, and, and uh, he had money. We got married, and for the first time in our lives, we slept in a bed. And she said, you know what? It was wonderful, but something happened. That stepfather would come into Crystal's bed, and he would sexually assault her and abuse her. And it went on for years, and she would tell her mother, and her mother would say, it's your fault. It's your fault. Finally, to the point when Crystal got to be 14 years of age, her mom kicked her out. And Crystal began to live on the streets. She turned to drugs. And Crystal, to pay for the drugs, she would prostitute herself out. And through that process, she had a couple children. And fortunately, her, her oldest daughter was adopted by a Christian family, and they taught her to love her mother no matter what. And so Crystal said those times that she would, she would go, be thrown into jail, that her daughter would find out about it and come to the little jail and talk to her mom and tell her that God loved her, Jesus loved her, and that he could help her, and she wouldn't want to hear any. She said, I didn't want to hear any of that. And she said, my daughter would look at me and say, at 14 years of age, I love you, Mom, and there's nothing you can do to make me stop loving you. I'm going to love you. And she said, Mom, I'm praying to God that one day God's going to help you to learn to love like that family that adopted me loved me. You're going to love children that way too. And so they went on and Crystal continued this pattern, you know, of drug abuse, prostituting herself out, getting thrown back in jail. And her daughter come back to the jail visitor again and said, Mom, I'm 17 now. I just got out of school and I'm going to get a job. And I'm going to save enough money to send you to rehab. And sure enough, that young girl worked and worked and worked. And she saved her money. And she had her mom sent to rehab. Well, Crystal went to rehab kicking and screaming. And matter of fact, we met, when we were in Honduras, we met the people that run the rehab center. And the director said she was a handful. Said she was a mess. But through the process of being in the rehab, she heard about God's forgiveness. And this is what Crystal said to us. She said, when I realized that I did not have a drug problem, I had a forgiveness problem. And when I forgave my mom and my stepdad, when I forgave them, when I chose to release them, all of a sudden, my desire for drugs went away. Today, Crystal has a home. She has a ministry. She's adopted. She has 16 foster children that live with her right now. This is her picture. 16. Not only that, but she started feeding all the kids in her poor neighborhood. And now she feeds 60 children every day, six days a week. And when they come to, to get the food, she teaches them about the Bible. And they must memorize scripture and pray. I don't know. 
I don't know what's going on in your life, but I, could it be, just could it be that the root of your problem is that you're holding on to this part? And you've tried everything else to get everything else right in your life and it doesn't keep working out. But until you get rid of this and you make the choice daily, when you have that thought, you say, I choose forgiveness. I release it. I release the feelings of resentment and bitterness. I'm going to ask everyone to stand with me. This morning, this house is full of people. It's full of people that are hurting. And it's full of people who have been hurt. This man that's standing before you today is a man that's been hurt. I've experienced it. I know. And let me just talk to you a second. I have to practice what I'm teaching you. Because there's people that I see that I hadn't seen in a long time, but I remember what they did when I see them. And the first thought I had is now is a good time to take them out. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? You say, you're a violent man. No, I'm not because God's in me. Amen? Amen. And so I have to choose to say, no, I'm going to release it. And you know what? Once I release it and I see him, I can go up and say, how are you doing? It is. You know what? It's good to see you. Good to see you. And just move on. Amen? So today, it comes with a decision. I feel that the Lord has asked me to ask you to take a step today toward forgiveness and releasing. Because today, that hold that's been on you, you couldn't figure out what's going on. Why am, I, why am I like this? Today, that's being broken. It's being broken. It's being broken. There's some of you that are sitting out there today that you didn't make your way down. and It's okay. You don't have to. But I'm telling you today, that's going to be broken. We're going to pray today. And I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit of God to seal in your heart what you've heard today. Because what I want to promise you is that today is not going to be the end. It's going to come back up. And what's going to happen is you're going to need the Holy Spirit's help to release it. Amen, everybody? I choose forgiveness. I choose to release it. I might feel it, but the feeling will not stay anymore. I'm going to release it. And so I want to pray for you that right now. You ready? Let's pray together. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of your Son, Jesus, God, we're doing what you said to do, what you taught us. And today we're going to experience freedom like never before. Lord, that 20% of our heart that God has been dark right now, we're asking you, Lord, as we release it right now, God, that you will heal that part in our heart. That, Lord, today, as of today, Lord, we're going to, we're going to love with 100% of our heart. God, there's going to be marriages that are going to go up because the spouses are going to love with 100% of our heart. Lord, there's children today, oh God, that are going to find a new mom and a new dad. Because today, Lord, these people are going to love with 100% of their heart. And so, God, I'm asking you today.
as we're at this altar right now that God we give it to you we lay it down Lord you know what happened and so Father right now we release that person we release that situation and God every time that feeling comes or that thought comes oh God we choose forgiveness we choose to forgive and we pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ amen 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 and amen amen everybody hi this is pastor Jeff again I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message if you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church simply go to our website at secview.net again that's secview.net and click the give tab we want to thank you again for being with us today God bless you have a wonderful day.